Hey, welcome to the Fire Forge Leader Podcast, where I'm going to share lessons forged on the front line of leadership. Today, we're going to be discussing a little bit of a touchy topic on how to lead people when you don't share the same belief systems as they do. So this uh, this subject is really something that I've been toying with for a long time. And to be honest with you, I've been a little bit scared to really broach it because with how people are today, and to be frank, I'm a little bit concerned about how this might be taken. But you know what? Hell with it. Let's blow through this brick wall like the damn Kool-Aid man. So as I'm shooting this tonight, not going to lie, we're having a little bit of bourbon today. Uh, This is a Yellowstone, Kentucky bourbon. It's fair to good. Uh, But really, we're just going to have a a drink between friends tonight because this is going to be a bonus episode of the Fire Forge Leader podcast, and we're broaching on a touchy subject. So we might as well have a drink between friends. So anyways, a little bit about this uh, this bourbon. The bourbon itself is fair. It's not great, but it's good. However, this bottle of Yellowstone is absolutely fantastic because I've also used it to mend fences with my neighbor uh, right behind this wall that I'm standing at or sitting at right now. And it's really funny because we mended fences with this bourbon over my fence. Uh, Both of us got in a pretty heated argument the other day. Uh, It doesn't happen a lot with me, but it does happen from time to time. Things got to me and uh, he was having a bad day as well. And and we got into it and we bonded over this bottle of bourbon. Anyways, finishing off tonight. But with that being said, let's get into this uh, this topic that is a little bit hard for people to uh, to really get right in today's age. So I'm going to frame this up a little bit, a little bit about myself. I'm a conservative Catholic. All right. I'm, of course, not the typical conservative Catholic, but I am a conservative Catholic, as you can see. Or here, I am a white male. Politically, I would align myself with libertarians. But I don't go full-blown that way because I also have some faith and conservative beliefs. Um, So I'm kind of in the middle. But overall, I am absolutely sick and tired of the two-party bullshit system that's in place. So after what I've just stated, I'm going to guess that you probably have some pretty strong assumptions about who I am and what my beliefs are. I'll tell you right now, some of them are probably correct, while others may not be. So let's just uh, put them out there. So first off, I do believe that marriage should be between a man and a woman. I also believe that God created two genders. 
and that these genders are very real and not a social construct. And obviously, I believe in God. And you probably already figured that out. But I want to hold you off before you start building any more assumptions. Even though we might have some different beliefs, I still believe that, number one, I can lead people that have different beliefs than myself. I also believe that people with different beliefs than myself can be great leaders as well. I also believe that you and I can be good friends and respect each other even if we don't have the same beliefs. I know, I know. Whoa, slow it down. Slow it down. This is very, very alien to how the world looks at everything today. In today's age, we'd be better off going onto social media and destroying each other. Absolutely laying down a huge layer of hate on each other, totally destroying each other, wanting the worst for each other's family. Isn't that how we're supposed to act in today's world? I don't think so. I think that's how the weak people react to these situations. So before I go into all that, I want to talk a little bit about my family. When I, I'll go back just a second. If you heard the first episode, you know that I've been married twice and that I have five children who are adults. And then I have three children that are in between two and five years old right now. So I want to talk a little bit about my adult children. When they were younger and really in the junior high and high school ages, they lived out in the world, right? They went to public school. They did a lot in the public forums. They were part of, you know, public groups, 4-H, Cub Scouts, Girl Scouts, what have you. They were out in public. My younger kids now, we homeschool. And uh, they are part of different public groups. But with my adult children, they were around people with a lot of different belief structures than what we had as a family back then. They had friends that were gay, that were bisexual, that changed genders, and a lot of other things. Even though those things to me don't fit into my belief structure. I also want to admit today that I handled all of it wrong. At that time, I was really immature in my thoughts. I was immature in my belief structures. I didn't know how to defend what I believed. I didn't even know how to talk about it appropriately. I just knew that I didn't believe in those things and everything else that I didn't believe in was wrong. So I made sure that I told my children that. I told them how wrong their friends were. I told them how wrong their friends' families were, their parents, uh, what have you, and that we were right, and that was the only thing that was right, and that was all there was to it. Now I know, and I'm going to quote a little bit of scripture. This is 
odd for this leadership uh, podcast, but since we're talking about dignity and talking about beliefs, I want to talk out of the Bible for a minute. In Luke 6, the Lord said, how can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the plank from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. Well, let me tell you, I didn't just have a plank in my eye. I don't know if you've ever been out to one of these lake resorts, especially like out in Minnesota, but they have these huge immaculate decks that go out, uh, that go out, people tie their boats onto, people jump off from, what have you. Well, I didn't just have a plank in my eye. I had a whole damn deck lodged in my eyeballs back then. You cannot lead effectively when you're just pointing at everybody else. So what that did was it put my children in a very precarious position. And one that I believe that we've never recovered from as a family. I was not a very good leader at that point. They saw me as mean, hateful, and a lot of the other things toward their friends and their friends' family who had done nothing but show them love and kindness. That was the past. Now, in my current position, I had the chance to lead groups that are diverse as the day is long. I lead people who are Muslims, who are Buddhist, Christians, they're black, white, um, Asian, straight, gay, and people who have fluid genders. And I believe that I lead them well. Now, there's some things that have changed in my life, changed that have changed in my belief structure. But I want to ask you first, do you think that I believe with them any, their beliefs any more now than what I did then? No, of course not. Do I treat them differently? That's the real question. And the answer to that is, of course I do. So the key word in all of this, as far as I'm concerned, is dignity. What I didn't do before with my adult kids is treat people with dignity. What do I do differently now? I treat each and every person that I encounter with this dignity. So let's start off with talking about dignity and what it really means. If you look up the word, it says the state or quality of being worthy of honor or respect. Okay, so I'm slowly learning about other religions, but I'm going to talk about Christianity for a minute. Every Christian religion that I know of believes that each individual human being is the son or daughter of God. 
This is a position of royalty in essence. So if you are to take the Christian religion, any Christian religion, right? Catholicism, Methodist, Baptist, it doesn't matter. People are in a position of royalty in the Christian faiths. And when people are in a position of royalty, they're also in a position of being worthy. And they should have respect. So if I dig down into that a little bit deeper, I've learned a lot from Jesus Christ in my readings in the Bible. And this isn't meant to be a Bible study or anything like that. I'm just trying to explain where I'm coming from. But if you look at Jesus's interactions in the Bible, nobody was ever a Christian before Christ came into being. None of them ever believed in what he was about until he spent time with them. He broke bread with them. And he had meaningful conversations. Now, what I'll tell you is that in today's world, that last part, the meaningful conversations, you don't get those kind of opportunities by acting hateful on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat, Twitter, whatever you're on. You can only do it by acknowledging the dignity of each person. So now some of you are probably going at this point, going, Steve, wait, wait, wait one second. Are you trying to tell me that you're working to convert everybody to your beliefs? No, absolutely not. Not at all. But I will tell you, to be able to lead, it doesn't matter if you're a Muslim, Buddhist, Christian, uh, non-denominational, if you don't have any, you're agnostic, whatever your belief structure is, you cannot lead people without doing it from a vantage point of dignity. And when someone else has a different belief structure as you, you got to do the dignity portion very, very well to be able to lead them. And I just find Christ to be a perfect example of that in his own ministry. So another thing that a leader has to know is from time to time, someone's going to share their beliefs with you and you may not agree with their beliefs, right? It's one thing to show everybody dignity, but then you're going to be tested. Someone's going to come up and say, you know what? I don't believe that Jesus Christ was the son of God. You know, he might have been a man, but he was a, he was um, a heretic or whatever, whatever the case may be. And I want to tell you right now, it's okay. It's okay not to agree. But as a leader, what I want you to do is simply listen to them, right? Find parallels in your beliefs, right? If someone comes up and talks to you about being a Buddhist and you're a Christian or 
you're a Hindu or whatever. There's going to be parallels in your beliefs. It's a lot easier to always find the differences, but challenge yourself to look at the similarities and then have those conversations, right? Go, ah, that's interesting. I get where, where that would be important to you. This is what I believe, right? And I'll tell you why I believe it. I'm not expecting you to believe in it yourself. You have your beliefs. That's fine. But I just wanted to share a piece of me as well. And it's okay to finish the conversation without agreeing either. And it's okay to not let that conversation upset you. Ultimately, what you want to do is you want to let your leadership be the example. And when people ask you why you lead well, you talk about treating people with dignity. And you can use that as a segue into your belief structures, whether it's a religious belief structure or political, whatever the case may be. And believe me, you're going to get more followers that way and whatever belief structure is than demanding that they believe what you want them to believe. So I want to go back to my children for a second after talking through that and tell you with my younger batch children that I really have a renewed chance to change with this group. They know our beliefs, right? We've been able to explain to them, be able to point to different literature or in the Bible or wherever, why we believe the way that we believe. They also know that every person in the world should be treated with dignity, whether they believe the samely as we do or not. And I'll tell you that it's amazing how much different our relationship with them is compared to the teenage relationship with our older children, and ultimately how much different this batch of children's relationship with the entire world is. They don't look at people differently. They look at people with dignity. So with that being said, this is a special bonus drop on Dignity Today. Tune in this Tuesday for a conversation in between myself and Tom Furnival, a VP at Marshall Institute. And I invite you to leave a rating on this podcast with a review. If you liked what you heard here, please listen to the rest of the episodes. I believe they're pretty good. People have been finding tremendous value out of them. And push that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you're currently listening to. With that, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for tuning into the podcast. To listening to this difficult conversation. I'll also say cheers this evening. I appreciate y'all. And remember always that words without action are meaningless. 
So after the heat of the forge, this conversation, shape your thoughts, quench your brain, then put these useful tools to use.